Right, you are getting a recap of two episodes rather than one. We are back with a brand new episode of My Pot and Paper, proudly brought to you by the lovely folks at Now, the home of brilliant entertainment. I am your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight is the one, the only, your favourite political correspondent, Gavin Riley. Like I said, two episodes to recap, so sorry, it's going to be a long one. Let's get stuck in. Right, I know that I've been getting a lot of messages about us not recording on a Friday, right? And I am sorry, but like for me to have any sort of life during the show, I was like, taking Fridays off is a fine thing to do. Like every once in a while, Friday is great, but usually it's kind of spread out throughout the week. Not this season. They're like, Friday, you want some more? Um, so working double time, which I think is well within his character, is political correspondent Gavin Riley, <laughs> who always just gets the hottest reception on our social media when I announce I feel like, like first oh of all, God, I, yeah. I feel like you're you're allowed to take Fridays off given that last Friday they just like announced the news that you were going to be really busy for January and February again. Like like the news that you didn't want to, to think about starting next year. So you're yeah. you're allowed to take a night off, but yeah, like what what a Friday. I was very to break the news to all my family members that it would be another two months yeah. of the year that they you're not be going to be seeing me again next year. I'm so sorry. Yeah. What a Friday though. And I What a Friday. I kind of am I'm glad I didn't record on Friday because I feel like I felt very hot on Friday watching it and then over the weekend kind of letting it simmer and letting it sit a little bit I feel like I've been able to kind of collate my thoughts a little bit more which maybe will ruin the takes <laughs> maybe it's in that spice that we need to no, we, we, no we, we don't want meditation we don't want you to have like 48 hours <laughs> to mull over these things but we, we we wanted hot takes that's currency that's content currency uh like Firstly, I, I haven't spoken much to you about the ins and outs of the show this year, which I'm kind of glad because I don't really know what your viewpoint is on most, if not all, of the Islanders. Um, how are you finding yeah. this season? I know obviously now you uh, work as a producer on the show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> according to some online sources that have just been repackaging threads that I've made about uh, the time lag between filming and airing and, and that being presented <laughs> as some kind of insider advice. Yeah. Oh, because I work with Virgin Media, I clearly understand the mechanics of how all He's this is He's on the blower together. every day. We They're literally like, just rent the programming. Like, there's no, hmm. there's no major thing. Um, Sun in I the do sky like, is daytime. Moon yeah, in the sky well, is nighttime. <laughs> it's like Donald Trump. Water, woman, TV, camera. Um, I, I think it's gotten much, it, it's gotten going much quicker this year. And I think that that's, it's probably a function of in previous years where you'd have the standard thing of they all line up and they all step forward and then someone picks someone they want to get together with. And there's obvious all the couples are largely chosen because they are physically attracted to each other. And then they're trying to figure out if there's anything emotional there as well. Actually, yeah. I think the gimmick of allowing the public to choose that, even though it's been somewhat problematic with the obvious racial profiling that some of them got into, there has been merit to that because it has meant that some people ended up in couples, like for example, um, India and Nikena, like yeah. there was just nothing going on. And it actually, I think gives the program a little bit more fuel from the very off to have people together who actually are just just plucked together by fate and have no real attraction or, or no real chemistry with each other at all because yeah. it means that they have to go looking elsewhere. So not only is there the bombshell or the sixth guy or the sixth girl who walks in on that night looking to mess something up, there's already interdynamics between each other where they're all looking around and going, hang on, have I been numped with the wrong person here? Yeah. So I think it's gotten going much quicker. So like in previous years, we discussed about how, you know, you watch it and you go, God, would I stick with it this year? Because the first couple of weeks have been really slow. Just bypassed all of that this year by just yeah. that, that one single gimmick, which I think has been a great move. Yeah. And we've had some really stellar bombshells as well. Like, I mean, Ekin Zoo, I know she's a, she very much divides opinion. Um, and as we were saying just before we started recording, probably wouldn't be friends with her. But I yeah. cannot fault the drama that she has brought and, and how 
non-stop she is working to just provide yeah, stories. The, I, I like, and even, geez, again tonight, and we'll, we'll get to it in time, but um, like there's, like we were saying off air before we, we started recording, that there's, there's a difference between people who you think are there and who are great content and who are brilliant for the drama and yeah. uh, people who you'd like to befriend or you think you could like go for a drink with outside of the yeah. villa. And I can say, great for television, probably terrible for life. Yeah, <laughs> for life. Oh for my life. god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna go so far oh. as to say for life. I'd say her own, her own friends would be like, uh, I don't know when I will be telling you my deep and meaningful. <laughs> we obviously Friday had the recoupling. Um, at twenty past nine, we started the recoupling. So you knew, mm. you knew this. We're going to get the be, whole night out of this. We're going to yeah. get the whole recoupling, but there was also going to be substantial fallout because. 40 minutes is ample time for a recoupling and for niceties. So it was like, mm. we're obviously going to get some fallout. Um, Charlie obviously arrived in late last week. Um, I wasn't too taken by him. I didn't think he made that much of a... He, he's, a he's a bit made in Chelsea for a program like this. Like, I mean, like it's a program for all sorts and all types of people from all backgrounds and stuff, but he just, yeah. he's too... There's something too sort of polished or reserved or... or... <laughs> dignified about him basically to be going into a setting like that i just don't know it feels like he should be only on e4 with a kind of a sepia tint over everything that he does he shouldn't be knocking yeah. around in a villa with people with recycled bikinis i just don't i just don't i don't see the 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 spark you, you know what i mean yeah. like you see bombshells come in you're like oh maybe they're a bit quieter maybe they i haven't seen him friendship bond really with the boys in a way that i think is genuine i haven't True, seen yeah. him romantically uh, but, like, but the, the fact that like a lot of people don't seem to really see what the attraction is with him other than like the implied wealth of being like a made in chelsea template character yeah um I, other than that i don't know what's attractive but yes tasha has her eyes turned and i know we'll probably get to that because when we get yeah. to like, you know, the sunday t- tonight's show and tasha and andrew and charlie being a big arc of that um i might be jumping the gun here i wouldn't be at all surprised if tasha has walked out of the villa by the end of this week i would yeah, I think that the she's clearly caught in in a, a tug of war between two directions, and no matter which way she sides. And although there was maybe some evidence to Stephen that actually maybe herself and Andrew, like there was that little off camera moment where you saw her jumping back into the bed and a nice casual smooch with Andrew that you wouldn't have seen would have been out of yeah. character for the rest of the episode. But no matter which she ends up siding with, she's gonna feel like there's been some damage done. Like I like maybe I'm wrong, but if she was to yeah. side back with Andrew and decide no, I'm sticking with this. It seems to me that there's a bit of damage done to the relationship. It's not one of those things that will strengthen you afterwards. Um, yeah. And if she was decided to leave and go with Charlie, then Andrew would be so so mugged off by the whole thing that I suspect that Tasha would feel so bad about it that she'd end up walking. So I would be all surprised if um, this yeah. ends up in a lose-lose situation where no matter where she settles, that she just decides that she's better off out of it. Yeah. You can tell she's... I think it looks quite clear that she's also aware of that, aware of that there is no winning path for her, aware of the maybe not necessarily popularity of Andrew in the villa but the the warmth and care for him from some of the islanders like I think she found that really like an affront to herself that like it wasn't her emotions that were front of mind for everyone and I think on Friday when we saw her have those conversations with Andrew about like you know I'm not closed off like obviously the date went well doing very little to really clearly encourage Charlie to that she was open and doing Mm. very little to very clearly tell Andrew that she was open or closed or whatever she was leaving so much ambiguity that Mm. I think she thought she was playing it really safe by kind of saying nothing at all 
What what do you think with that exchange around the fire pit and uh, Dami and Luca having a bit of a nod or a bit of a glare? Uh, like I don't know whether I was watching a totally different program, but like I was surprised with all of the the sidebars where they're going like, "What's going on here?" Or we should he take yeah. them aside and have these little clear the air chats. I would have thought that it was pretty clear that when the two lads were glaring in the middle of the recoupling, they were glaring at Andrew, at Andrew. being so effuse with his language, yeah. so like out there, really like basically yeah. like pulling his heart out of his chest and putting it on a plate in front of her and making himself so vulnerable when he when he'd only spent the whole only day hours for, like, ago. Yeah, yeah, try, yeah. trying to keep the brave facade up that like, oh, well, you know, that's the, that's the nature of the show. I actually thought up until that point, he was actually being very mature because an awful lot of the islanders, this is like a running theme of the program in general that so many of the Islanders seem to completely forget the format of the show, that they, yeah. you know, they, they hold it against other people that a bombshell goes in when there are set couples and a bombshell goes in and their ethos, their MO is to try and couple up with someone, which means inherently having to, you know, disrupt another relationship. And this being held against everyone else as if they weren't all going in there playing by the same rules of the same game. Yeah. And I actually thought that Andrew on Friday up until that point was being very mature about well, you know, the nature of the game is that Charlie's going to come in. He's going to have to try and yeah. turn heads. Tasha is willing to entertain that idea. And yeah, I'd be a bit gutted, but that's the nature of the program. Um, and then suddenly to then completely burn the fire pit, basically all but get down on one knee and hand over a diamond ring, basically. But I, yeah. I thought that's what the lads were, were having. I think it at. was. And, and I'm surprised. I, think it was, that but they, I, I just don't think they were able to vocalize that. Like, yeah, I think what, they just... Is it that they weren't able to or that they didn't like want to? Because when, when Tasha took them aside for tonight's Sunday night show, I thought that they were being very coy about what their their true meaning behind that was. And and the more that they kind of seem to skirt around the true meaning of that, then I wonder, are we seeing something wrong? Or was there a glare yeah. between them that they were actually saying something other than God, Andrew's going a bit far here? Like, I, I just yeah. didn't seem that the, the way that the whole theater has happened around it afterwards, it's almost as if, they weren't glaring at everything that the audience clearly thought they were glaring at. And I wonder what's yeah. going on there. Yeah, I just found it, I found it, I found it bizarre how much she wanted to be the victim in, the, in that space and how how it really pissed her off that no one was letting her be that character in, in that narrative. And like, I thought Andrew had a really strong point in that, yeah, be open, like absolutely, like we should be open. Even if he's not openly kind of exploring other connections, if you want to be and you're not there at a point where you don't want to kind of say no to other people, then that's fine. It's not on me to say whether you should or you shouldn't. Yeah, and, and, and they've never had, look, they both have agency. They're both entitled to have a conversation exactly. and say, well, we're exclusive now. And they, exactly. they didn't do that. So then the consequence of that is you have to allow other people talk to others. That's how it goes. Like, But the problem is, in the, in the same way that Jay did it the night before to Ekin, Tasha said to Andrew... And she was the one who started the conversation. I would have left. I just don't know what my I would have done here. If you had gone, I would have left. And then Andrew said, would you? And she said, yeah, I would have. Like, why would I Why would I stay? And he said, yeah, I would have gone as well. She initiated that conversation. She led with, I would leave in the same way that Jay did. And that's why a lot of people could understand why Ekin was so upset that night. Because why would you say that? And then hours later be like, but I'm open to this person. And Tasha did the same thing. And I think... 
Andrew felt the hurt of that, but then went into recoupling and was like, I'm really excited about where we're going. Like, she just is so great and so kind and I really like her. And yeah, it did feel like Luca, who has said things about Andrew before, like him being a bit soft and the weak link and that kind of stuff. It seemed very clear that that's where his kind of like, what are you talking about? Yeah, was going. Yeah. Now, may- maybe Andrew got a little bit of like inadvertent Dutch courage because you saw after um, Charlie had had made his recoupling announcement and it wasn't Tasha. You could see this kind of exhaling that she was nearly relieved that the decision was taken out of her hands and that the her instant visceral, like emotional gut reaction was like relief. Okay, right. That means I'm staying with Charlie. Grand, I'm okay with this. I'm in control of this. I'm perfectly happy with this situation. And I don't know whether like Tasha's her response there betrayed her, whether she actually still is, is too open-minded. Maybe she's a little bit disappointed that it didn't unravel her, that she didn't end up going with Charlie. But maybe Andrew saw that. Like maybe I'm overreading because like we see half a second on TV and we don't yeah, know yeah, how, yeah. how much it's taken on board in real life in the villa. But yeah. I, I could understand how if Andrew sees that, if Andrew sees her response to be like sigh of relief, this ten- tension literally physically ebbing away out of her that he'd be like, all right, boom, right back in the game, steadier yeah. than ever. You know, this this was a, a process that's just really going to, like, amplify, augment our relationship going forward yeah. and completely overshoots the runway with how enthusiastic he is, yeah. which, of course, then if you've got a partner who is on the fence but staying with you, is only going to put the cat among the pigeons. Yeah, I think, I think the problem is with Tasha, and I've seen a lot of that kind of commentary now on Twitter today, especially after the fallouts of tonight's episode, is she's well within her rights to explore other options. But Tasha doesn't want to be the one to openly say, I'm going exploring other options. She wanted Charlie to pick her. So she was kind of, well, I'm with him now. So I kind of have to get to know yeah, him. They're the, the rules per- of the, the game. Permission. I have to go talk to someone now. Yeah, yeah, like that's the permission I needed to go talk to him rather than give, taking ownership and being like, look, Andrew, I do really like you, but I'm not 100% sure. And I am kind of interested in this guy. If that is not okay with you, then I totally understand. <sighs> yeah, but, but like, like, you know, we're, we're, we're eight seasons in now. And, and even if this isn't, like, I'm not sure if this is actually like the, the vocabulary of the real world, but you know, that the, the Love Island stage of relationship before you're a couple before your boyfriend and girlfriend you go exclusive first and I don't know whether in real life that is supposed to be as significant a gesture as it ends up being inside the villa (laughs) but nonetheless it is and they know the vocabulary of the villa and they've been together literally since day one if they wanted to say right we are closing our minds off from anyone else we are exclusive let's go and try and make this work we both really like each other and we think there's something special here they are well within their rights after three weeks basically to do that yeah. And if they're not going to do that, then you can't be jumping up and down, huffing and puffing and wondering what's going on when yeah. one of the other parties decides to turn their eyes elsewhere. And I have a real problem with, and this isn't just directed at Tasha, like this is generally, because I actually read you like Tasha and I think she is well within her rights to go and get to know him, but she just needs to be more forthcoming with it. She can't hide behind these tears and, and her feelings. Yeah. Like yeah. I have a real problem with people in relationships who are, are the party who has done the hurting then wanting to be the hurt party because of how the other person mm. has made them feel by being hurt. You yeah. know what I mean? Ekin, Ekin like, and, syndrome, Andrew, basically. Yeah. yeah. Andrew was the hurt party. Andrew was the one who was t- kind of shocked by this and hurt by this. And Tasha didn't like that he was the hurt party. So she became the hurt party. And I have a real mm. problem with, with people stealing that emotion yeah. from the person who deserves to feel it yeah i wouldn't argue with that uh but i i, I do wonder though and this was a, i think something that she got at on friday night when she was uh, talking to charlie about how she seems to like maybe have reserved or sort of gone with himself like she is a very different islander now this is the outset of week yeah. four she is so much more reserved like she's a bit of a wallflower yeah. like literally like some of her 
her like spark, like some of her energy is just not there now the way that it was in the first week. And, and yeah. maybe that's just like novelty factor and getting to know everyone and then sort of the, the excitement of the whole thing. And maybe the novelty just wears off over time. But she is definitely like she is so far away from that sort of energetic, bubbly, sparky, joyful character that she was in week one. That's like, is it the the function of the dilemma or actually is it like is it just a bit the presentation the bits that we get to see on air or is she genuinely reserving bits of herself now where she's going into a shell that she's not comfortable living inside but it just doesn't seem from from the edited bits that we get to see doesn't seem like she's the same happy person that we saw in the first couple of days yeah and there's very little you can put that down to other than her not really being comfortable with andrew's breakneck speed of trying to move through the gears without putting the title on anything yeah I think, like, I just don't think Andrew can be faulted for how he's handled it personally. Like, I mean, at the end of Friday night's episode, we saw them all going to bed and he uh, he was trying to talk to her. Was he going to give her a kiss or something? And her eyes were closed and she just said no. Or I think it was a cuddle or something. And she basically just said, no, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Like, very, like, standoffish. Had no time for it. Just went straight to sleep. And then tonight's episode opened with, you know, Andrew asking her if she had had any dreams and she just said no. And then she kind of, he had his arm around her and she kind of sat up out of it so he could no longer mm. have his arm. And it's just like, you have the ick. Like you just are not, it's clear you're not, as much as you try and tell people that you and Andrew have something special, all of the physical signs are telling me that you are not in a relationship yep. that you think is special. And that is fucking fine. Get the hell out of there. You deserve better. So does he. But you don't get to sit in silence with him. Yeah, and make him then question every move he is making when he's not really doing anything. Yeah, and like, and he, he can't be the one. You. Like, although he would be emotionally entitled to be, like, he can't be the one who then, like, you know, takes the hump and starts being more reserved and doesn't want to show any affection or whatever. Like, yeah. he has to, like, even if he's he's fighting against his own instincts, he has to go through the motions there. So Tasha just being so standoffish, like you, you can't be like, like you just said there a few minutes ago, like you can't be. The uh the girl who at the fire pit when it turns out your couple is going to remain together to have this this very visual show of relief, and then a couple of hours later be so pissed off yeah. with your remaining partner that you won't even like acknowledge them. Basically, their their existence is so toxic to you, yeah, that you can't even like acknowledge them in the bedroom. But it just it's just bizarre behavior. Yeah, there was a couple of which, other is, why, it, which is why long story short, I, I genuinely don't think she might see out the week because I don't think she's yeah. gonna end up happy one way or another. Yeah, and I mean, there's another person who I question whether they're going to stay as well. And it was another kind of upset on Friday night's episode was uh, Davide's choice. Obviously, on Thursday night, we discussed it at length when he totally at random to everyone, include, and it shocked Danica as well, like mm. lobbed the gob and like pure plant went on her out of nowhere. Like it was not, mm. the, it was not. Like the she, she was fully entitled to expect that she might get the call then on Friday. Fully entitled, yeah. like, and then he gets up and he picks Antigone, yeah. and it's like. Um, by the way, does Danica still exist? Like, she literally, I think, appeared for like a second and a half in tonight's episode, like getting into bed with a bit of a huff. Uh, yeah. Besides, um, I feel bad for her. I have day. to say, I really feel bad for her because I feel like she's trying to keep up face. She's trying to keep up that level of spice that she came in with. But it just seems like she's being continually disrespected for the whole time she's been there. Like that was brutal on Friday night mm. when he picked. Yeah. And to go, like, I but just, just like to put the light level, I, I was a little bit surprised that there wasn't even a single entertainment of that in tonight's episode. Like, I mean, they, they gave so much time to 
the Tasha Andrew Charlie storyline. They gave so much time to um India and Danny's date yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and Paige and Jackson and all that. And and like not even 30 seconds of Danica being like, you know, I'm sure she said in the back of the bedroom the morning after the recoupling, I'm sure she would have been a bit like what the a bit fuck? cheesed off now about all that. And maybe she doesn't feel like she can say that to Antigone's face. Yeah. But like, but this is it. Like, would, would herself and Antigone not have a conversation? Like, surely there was a conversation after that to be like, bit surprised. Like, yeah. why? I just find it. And I just think, I, I just think if it was me and I was constantly being passed over like that and I was constantly kind of feeling that level of disrespect, like, it comes to a point where you're like, well, am I just going to stay and wait for someone to come in? Like, I sh- I would not mm. be surprised if... I mean, well, like, if there's, there's always a prospect that some other new bombshell comes in because basically at the rate that they were flying in last week, at some point, like, by the end of this summer, basically every adult in the UK and Ireland would have been an Islander for 10 or 15 minutes. Like, we're, we're reaching but, but if, Islander singularity. They will literally be recycling people for the, the winter series. Like, why why didn't they just bring in chugs again? Just skip Charlie. Oh. If, you, if you need a typecast... Can people stop? Sorry, Can people type, stop just bring like, chugs need a second... No! Oh, it's no people with the like give chugs a second chance like bring back it. chugs and bring back shannon from last year shannon who everyone thought was oh. going to be the star of the series who was gone by like day three yeah uh, she, just bring, she, bring the two of them back she has no interest in this show anymore put them in castle like... more the shannon of love island <laughs> i just feel for Danica. i just feel like she's not like i i, I wouldn't surprise you like, surely if one more male bombshell comes in and there's no interest there like how many times I just like where do you go from here? Because well, she's in a vulnerable position now. She's with Jax. Like there's obviously no love there. There's obviously no chance there. Where does she go hmm. from here? Well, well, this is the start of week four, and it's supposed to be an eight-week series. How far yeah. away is Casa Moore? Because I, I, I know in, in previous years, Casa Moore, um, that it seems to really get shorter every year. I think like last year they were basically were only in it for like two episodes, and then suddenly they were back, and you had Millie and Liam having a whole row about well, who did what and when. Um, but it seems that it gets longer every year. But if if you really wanted to put some of the newly formed, newly apparently solidified relationships to the test, like you would see now would be a good time to put Paige and Jax, if if that is going to yeah. stay solid, this would be a good time to put that to the test. If Andrew and Tasha is on this sort of teetering point and you need to consider whether to go, given that they're both also OGs and there's always an, like an audience attachment to OGs. Yeah. You're not a million miles away from maybe thinking that now is the right time to do it. Like Gemma and Luca, would would yeah. another would Casa Moore not be like a useful experience now to test? It's funny where because they are I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's all that far away. I think last week they said they put out July fourth, right? So they put this out that Casa Moore is coming on July fourth, um, which they never normally do. They never normally confirm a date. And like I okay. was only thinking that tonight. I was like, we are really at a point now where it would be perfect to come tomorrow. Like tomorrow when yeah. Paige and Jax have not fully reunited, Andrew and Tasha are still very much on solid or on shaky ground. You know, yeah. Dami and India are just after solidifying their relationship. Like it's a really good time yeah. to be like, like yank and, out. Like imagine the chaos of putting Ek and Sue in with another six or seven lads. Like oh my just, God, give, yeah. Give, give like, that girl yeah, like, just like yeah, a dining yeah, hall full of like, men. You'd be here for it though, wouldn't you? And, and then she, she'd go through and like she, she'd basically like she'd kiss four of them in succession and then get really pissed off that the second one wasn't okay with it. Like, just just her way. Just, like at, if, at some point, by like the way, by I, next I presume week, a lot of these. I'm sorry to do, I presume at some point, like she and Antigone are gonna have to have a conversation and they're gonna go, So you're Greek, you're Turkish, and then they'll get into a row about Northern Cyprus or something. Like yeah. it, it, it's only it's only a matter of time because oh like sure, obviously surely there's that's gonna be like, this Friday's fallout. Well, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna pass the Bechdel test at some point in this series, you're gonna to have to discuss geopolitics eventually, right? <laughs> it's gotta be covered, guys. Who's gonna do it? Who's stepping up? Um, obviously, another big fallout of tonight's episode was 
oh, the Paige Jax Jay thing, because Jay picked Paige in the recoupling on Friday, um, which I actually kind of was a little bit surprised. I thought he was going to pick Antigone, but he ended up picking Paige. Mm. Um, so he picked Paige and they shared a bed for the first time ever. There was a pillow wall. Jax is asking why. I cannot believe there is a portion of the internet and the viewing public who want to see Paige and Jax win. I just, I, Gavin, I, I don't get it. I, I, well, get it. I I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more sold about it after the finale to tonight's episode because I would have thought yeah. when the two of them were getting together because Paige was floating along without um, like a, a natural attraction or attachment to someone for a long time and Paige is an OG and everyone likes Paige. She's very down to earth. She's very sensitive. She's very gentle. Yeah. Very pretty girl. A lot, like a lot of people, a bit like when you had your, your, uh, your viewer poll last week, like your, 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 you know, your Irish jury. Favourite page. Yeah. And she's the favourite. And what had she done to do that? Like it wasn't any staggering active behaviour, but people yeah. just like the girl. So yeah. clearly there, there's a market there. And I would have thought then when she got together with Jax, the Jax with the demeanor, which he'd come in and being all this kind of brash bravado, you know, I'll play rugby and like having a go with other lads when they come in and uh, say, oh, you're a bit short for rugby. All right, measure up, then we'll see. And basically like looking to get into a pub scrap right from the second that they landed in. Um, That he just didn't seem like he would have like any emotional depth to him at all to, to warrant Paige's affections. And I'm pleasantly surprised at how he has managed to show that extra vulnerability to himself. Cause it's just like in the Bikismo culture that he'd be around, like in his day job, like playing yeah. professional rugby league, as well as like in like nightlife culture, like it wouldn't be the sort of thing I, I'd imagine to be so upfront about feelings like that. And to, yeah. to pull on a, a mic pack in the dark and to talk about it on national TV is a gesture. And, that, and I'm but, quite impressed that he had the, the ability to do that. But this is where I have, why in the, in the middle of the night, Everyone is asleep. You want to have a quiet moment with Paige where you were revealing emotions that you find crippling to share. And you're saying you're so scared to share it. Do you sneak out of the bedroom to a place where no one can hear you? Put on your mic pack. And then, like, why put on your mic pack? Now, we know that there are strict it's, it's rules. It's a television the show. Or they no, can't no, hear hold the on, contestants hold on, hold on, otherwise. Hold on, hold on. In the bed, often they are not wearing mic packs and they subtitle what they're saying often now there is you're not there's no way there's no way that they were just going to be refused entry to have that conversation because they they would know they'd be like look Jax isn't going to talk about this not on mic or he's not going to talk about this on mic we want to see what he has to say go I just don't I just don't buy it and someone was like to me in the dms I can't think who it was but someone dm me being like Jax is Jake from last year but just better and I just can't how he is, hmm. how he is talking about Paige, like she's some kind of fucking livestock to be shared and traded. And now all of a sudden he has huge problems with her sharing about why, because she's now having actual chats with Jay. You're also saying, oh, she's got no interest in Jay. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Paige seems to be giving him kind of a green light to continue to get like, I, there's something about him. And also we can't ignore the comments that Remy has made about his treatment of Remy when Remy came in and how he yeah, found Jax to be. Yeah not a pleasant person to be around. We've seen it in Unseen Bits. We've seen it in the main show. I, there's something about him that I just... Mm. And he could be great. And I could just be reading from... Yeah. Yeah, well, I was, but, well, maybe we're reading too much into those final, like, 90 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I just don't want people to come so, to me in the DM. Suddenly, he's now showing a vulnerable side that maybe it isn't there. And tomorrow, he'll go back to being all brash and I muscular just, and laddish and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wouldn't read as much into the putting on the mic pack thing because I, I think a lot of the time when stuff is subtitled in the bedroom... 
I'd have thought it was because they're just in a bedroom and they're trying to be like subtle and they're trying to like nearly whisper to each other that a lot of the time I imagine they maybe actually are wearing the mic packs at those times, but they're just be speaking so under their breath and so indistinctly that you actually need the words to come up on the screen because <laughs> you don't know what they're saying. So I, I maybe that that's what it is. And I, what I will say is that um, after Paige's last words to him on the stairs of being like, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. In other words, basically, I, I'm being civil to the guy who chose me to recouple with, but basically, yeah. I have no interest whatsoever. Like, not fully honest, is it? Uh, well, it, it's awfully like. Well, I hope it is honest, but at the same time, I it's a little duplicitous to be mm-hmm. telling Jax that like now you got nothing to worry about. This is a totally closed shop, and then at the same time, this is only a matter of hours after she'd been outside with Jay yeah. and suggesting that tonight there wouldn't be a pillow wall and that she'd be going in and having deep and meaningfuls and that you could have yeah. like really close conversations in bed that you just can't seem to have anywhere else. Like, I just think it's now circumstances change, but I just don't see it. I can't really reconcile her telling Jay, you know, Oh, you know, getting looking forward to a really open mind and now getting to know you more yeah. uh, again. We're not exclusive. They haven't, no one's put the title on it. <laughs> and then like telling the guy when he's having it, like a, almost a come to Jesus moment on the stairs yeah. a few hours later, that there's nothing to worry about. And I, I hope yeah. she's not going to be duplicitous because Everyone loves the girl, and yeah. I, I I don't know if I'd be able to take if she turns out that she's just stringing lads along to play the game. Yeah, I don't know. I I I feel yeah. I felt that that was weird of her to be like, and she said it multiple times throughout this episode. Like, oh, there's nothing like you know. I just have to get to know him. Kind of almost, it yeah. was just this obligation. Yeah. Whereas it, it's like the format to, of the game. I'm required yeah. to be civil, but, but I'm when a nice girl, so let's Jay, get on with it. Kind of acknowledging that maybe. The- there is something there and there's compatibility there and definitely being flirty. I also just wonder, was that sudden change on the stairs, her then, you know, reaction to seemingly Jack's finally being apparently honest with his feelings. Yeah, like, like, I wonder, was that just her being like, with the punches. Oh, yeah, I can stop with that stuff now because I now know that you are interested and I definitely am. Because last week she was saying, I can't give 80% to one and 20% to the other. She just wants to be about Jack's. And I do think, Maybe she does and maybe she's only kind of not forcing herself to be open to Jay, but kind mm. of because she feels like that's what she's meant to be doing. You know what why I mean? Why is his name pronounced Jax? What, like, why is I don't that? know. I don't it's know. Not, like, I, why, is, like, why is his name just not spelled J-A-X, if that's how I, it is? That's how like, I haven't written my notes. Yeah, that's how I haven't written my notes. Just ja- I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm d- not... distressed by that. Like, just what? why Why is that? Just, I'm just not doing no. the Jacquez. Just call, like, just, not, just call, yeah. the, call the boy Jack. Jacques, I just can't. I can't. No, the Jacks thing is too. I don't know. But look, having said that, just take one look at how I spell my name, and then back in your take, past. How you know I, I mean? spell like, my name? G A V A A here, reporting for duty. Every Hello. every year, I'm like, is this right? <laughs> like, let me yep. Google it. I'm that, like, is that's this what right? the staff in the birth cert issuing office said as well, Uh-oh. multiple times. And um, the my, my first passport, my, my first birth cert had my name spelled correctly and my second birth cert didn't. They went back to get my middle name put on it and then they reissued it with my first name spelled with an I, which is wow. not how my name is spelled. And wow. uh, which had they huge complications then. You. Yeah, they said they sub-edited my name uh, <laughs> in like December 1986. Thanks, lads. Cheers, Registrar General. Imagine. Nice one. That did didn't cause age- me did- any bureaucratic inconvenience at all throughout my life. Did you, did your like clock just restart then? Like did your age, like because you're new now. Like, did you just start aging? Yeah, it was end? like that, that I was already originally in like a beta launch and then they decided, okay, right, okay, let, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's have a PR do now. Let's put this out in the wild. Yeah. Okay, we've, settled. we've got it, we've got it. Yeah. Here it is. Um, 
the girls and the boys are having their morning debrief. Tasha is saying that the boys were very negative um, and that she really didn't like it. And she's saying that, you know, I was the one that was chosen for the date with Jay and with Charlie. Like, what was I to do? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I think to be fair, that is true. But also to be fair, you didn't actively say, don't choose me. And I think is there's a reason that people aren't cho- choosing Gemma. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason. Like, it's very clear mm. that she has no interest. Um, and Luca would also just like knife you in your sleep. Um, <laughs> he would. Is... And, and, and he would look really grumpy while doing it. He's like, oh, yeah. I can't, can't believe circumstances have made me do this while like pulling your organs <laughs> out from your torso. <laughs> Ekin is being supportive and nice. And she's saying, look, you don't need to prove anything to anyone. Like, this is up to you. This is, and I just, I have to acknowledge the double standard of, what happened on Friday night, the fallout from it versus what happened with Ekin Sue on Thursday night. The boys, Luca was shaking his head. Dami and the lads were kind of making eyes when Andrew picked Tasha, whether that be at what Ta- Andrew said or the fact that he was picking Tasha. And she got so upset by it. She called him for discussions. She's getting comfort from the girls. She goes straight to Ekin Sue to get comfort when only the night before, Jax is in the kitchen screaming in her face, being like, you're a fucking headache. And not a single person, girl or mm. boy, said, you know what, Jax? Maybe it's just not your business. Maybe it's just not your place to get that hot with her. But, like, but nor, nor did anyone else, uh, sorry, again, rewinding of the timeline, nor did anyone else at all come to Ekansu's defense in the middle of all of that, no. which I thought was quite telling because first time around when she got rumbled with the um, cheating on Davide to go over to the balcony with Jay and yeah. at least a couple of them like Paige and maybe Tasha, certainly I remember Paige doing it and being a little bit disappointed actually Paige seemed to be like standing by Ekansu despite this clearly outrageous behavior. Um, yeah. Not a single person leaping to her defense or being like, Alison, oh, calm down, like, come on, like this isn't appropriate or, you know, just nobody is, is stepping in at all, which yeah. makes you wonder whether... Ekansu is a tolerated presence rather than a liked presence I or think, was it yeah, just I one think... of those cases that late at night where no one just wanted to be the third man getting involved in a two-man tackle no I very much think that 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 because I, I just think if you had any like for her at all you'd just be like ah look ease up do you know what I mean like let it go whatever just leave, leave it be there was nothing there was nothing like that like to see and I saw people laughing at what Jack said for Jax to stand like a meter away from her and be like he saw what you are fucking headache and how people didn't have a problem with that. I was like, mm. what the fuck? But we're all up in arms about Luca shaking his head because Andrew chose tr- Ash- <laughs> Tasha. Yeah. When clearly yeah, yeah. a pair of them were only questioning it a half hour. I just found that double standard really. And I just think, yeah, I just, I mm. I didn't, I didn't like it. Um, Ekin Sue again is saying like, look, you don't have to prevent thing. You're here for you. You te- follow your, which is always the kind of echoing spiel that comes out every year when yeah. someone is kind of but, but it's necessary you have to be sort of reminded of the format of the program like, yeah i mean it has to happen but fair enough yeah absolutely um dami is over with the boy the boys are talking and dami is saying like uh you know was there any chat with yourself and tasha this morning and andrew's saying no and dami's saying yeah she kind of got up straight away and just went upstairs uh and then luca can't believe i'm agreeing with him but he's like i just don't understand how this is your fault at all and andrew's saying like look i'm just going to give her her space today let her do her thing. If she wants to talk to me, she can come and grab me. Um, and then Dami, I think is being a really good friend. He's saying like, you, look, you need to be open to people when they come in. Like you need to see what else is there. Obviously you and Tasha have a thing and, you know, try and work on that, but you can't close yourself off when she doesn't seem to be closing herself off. You're only kind of leaving yourself open to be hurt. Jax is um, talking about Paige. He's saying, I just don't see Paige getting, having a better connection with Jay. 
uh, Jay is talking to Charlie, I believe, and he's saying, you know, I just need to get to know Paige today. I'm kind of doing it backwards because she closed the door on me when I came in first because I pursued Ek and Sue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was totally the one the whole time I was with Ek and Sue thinking, what if? I would question if Amber was still here, would he be <laughs> following a different path? Because that yeah, seemed yeah. to be the way. Anyway, we'll leave it go. Um, Paige is telling the girls that herself and Jax were holding hands in bed while they were falling asleep last night. Um, and Ekin is saying, look, you've done nothing wrong. Jay picked mm. you, blah, blah, blah. And I just there, think there is Ekin- a real question, sorry, just by the by there, with, with Paige and Jax holding hands across the divide. By the way, I love whoever was responsible for the house decal that put the word obsession <laughs> on, on the little, on the, the pull-out on the drawer. Between of drawers. <laughs> like just, just of, all the wor- of all the words, of all the gaps put them in, that was just chef's kiss stuff that was remarkable um but that, that so it's a kind of a tolerated thing to be you know holding hands across the divide or even as displayed by the end of the episode to go out and have a sidebar chat while yeah. everyone else is literally supposed to be asleep and yet Gemma wouldn't go out and sleep in the the pull-up bed with with Luca all that time like so, so like because we we thought it was just part of the the protocol of the house is that you don't share a bed that you just don't like have that kind of interaction at all with someone you're not coupled up with, but the the rules are clearly woolly when they need to be. So, so why I, was Jenny so going yeah, through this facade until now? This is this is one thing I would love clarity on, and maybe now that you work in production, Gavin, you can find out. <laughs> um, they... Yeah, I'm not the one who has sources about second fire pits. Come on now. <laughs> oh, I need to shake this. So we need more juice from the source. I seriously, I need to get back in the sun with like random thoughts that are totally disproven like hours later. Um, there is there is a little bit of, of uncertainty about the rules with the beds. It, it feels like the doghouse, you cannot, or within the bedrooms, within the villa, within the home, you cannot share a bed with someone you're in a couple with. But the day beds, as we've seen in series past, yeah. are kind of, that's the free-for-all. I think it's like, you must suffer and go outside. Yeah, is, like is it one share. of those rules? Is it a rule akin to, if you're going to have a discussion with someone, that it actually, you have to put on your bike pack? Like, maybe it's actually sort of unstated protocol, or maybe it's actually explicit rules, you have to do that. Yeah. So maybe that might take the whole mystery out of what we were saying earlier. Maybe, maybe. Um, I found it really interesting that Ek and Sue is, is the one comforting all of these girls when in the last week when in fairness she was acting like a bit of a dick at times no one there to comfort her <laughs> not a, not a yeah, fucking with justified justified <laughs> like fair, fair play to her for like reminding people of the format of the game and that you don't have you're not responsible to anyone else you have agency and you're there to do your own thing absolutely yeah. fine but no don't 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 expect basic civility to pass for friendship like no yeah like <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're not a dose at other times. Like, let's yeah. be, let's call it space. You're not in. You're not <laughs> in. Um, Andrew goes to join Tasha. She sat outside. He goes to join her, and he said something like, "Oh, do you want me to join you, or do you want to be alone?" And she says, "I want to be alone." Everyone is watching as he walks away, and he goes over and he joins Davide and Jay. And Andrew says, "She says she doesn't want to speak to me." And the boys are like, like as expected, shocked. In the beach shot, he's kind of saying that he's just very confused and he doesn't know what's going on. Uh, Tasha then gets up looking like a woman in mourning um, mm. and walks over, grabs Dami and Luca and heads to the fire pit. I thought, again, interesting that you're having this conversation with them before 
before settling things with Andrew, she thought I need to rehab my image with Dami. I just thought it was. An- uh, I, I don't know if it's rehabbing the image, but I think that the, her her stance with Luca or her stance with with Andrew, maybe it was sort of dependent on. Well, hang on, what were they shaking their heads at, and that she can't make up her own mind about where she stands now. Yeah. Until she has a better understanding of of where they are, where um, which is why I just can't understand why the lads wouldn't have been up front and been like, "Listen, we're actually more shaking our heads." because we're worried about Andrew being overexposed, putting all of his eggs in your basket when you clearly express an yeah. interest in getting to know other people. And I don't, I don't think it would have been hurtful to say that up front. And I don't know why they are entertaining some facade that there yeah. was something else going on, unless we have the totally wrong understanding. Yeah, Who unless knows? they actually were, but it didn't see, yeah, in the moment, it just didn't seem like that's where that was coming from. But yes, surely that would be the quickest defense. Oh no, it wasn't you. We were shaking it at him. And mm. then you're off the hook. It's done. She's saying Easy that done. she- yeah was speechless yesterday she was like I was I'm close to both of you in here and I'm really taken aback and hurt by both of you and you were shaking your heads uh and Dami said oh I wasn't and then Luca was like no that was me that I was on shaking my head I apologize um Tasha's saying like look I really do like Andrew but when you sit here and say that I don't that's really upsetting and Dami is saying look we believe you but when we hear things and see things that you've done over the last couple of days mm. we sometimes have questions and she's I've, saying I've, that carries a lot of weight come from Dami because Dami I think has yes. already shown himself to be this kind of very emotionally stable almost dare we say in the OV mold of being this kind of older wiser statesman figure yes you can just go in and have the the straightforwardness I mean bear in mind this is not the first time that there's been a little bit of a fracture between um Andrew and Tasha because you remember that the challenge where she went crawling towards him and then at the last and minute Luca. sidetracked to kiss Luca so then Andrew did not pick her in turn when it was yeah. picking wife material. And she took the hump being like, what's all this about? Why is my And then she slowed things material? down with him. Uh, but no, but it, but it, it, it was Dami who had to step in and go, well, he was probably, you know, yeah. playing a bit hard to get because you just veered away from him when yeah. you had the same opportunity. So yeah. you're both at odds here. Dami is capable of playing that role. So I yeah. think it's, it's telling then when you fast forward a couple of weeks that Dami is the one being like, well, you know, yeah. we believe you when you say stuff, but sometimes your actions don't match your words. Yeah. That there, there's a real emotional weight to that. He seems to have a really good friendship with everyone. Like, I, I really mm. do believe that him and India are the most popular Islanders within the villa. Like, I feel there, I don't think there's anybody in there that would not say that they're dead on. Like, I just feel like there is no... There is no shadiness around them at all. And I feel like, again, for Tasha to hear from someone that she probably sees as a friend herself, maybe not so much Luca, because Luca is always with Gemma. Um, mm. I think that must have hit a little bit closer to home. She's saying, you know, like, Andrew's definitely more closed off to new people, but he hasn't actually said that to me. People think I don't give a fuck about Andrew, but like, people just don't have my back in here and it's really upsetting. Um, Dami is then saying like oh no we do have your back like we do have your back but he just came to us first and he was sad so we had his back if you came to us and you were sad we'd have your back and I think I think he was kind of pussyfooting around a little bit there but obviously she was getting upset she's saying like I've been sad all night it's not just about him it's about me too and she starts crying and I'm just like why are you getting angry at Andrew because he's upset? Like, why are you resenting him for being upset and him getting support? Yeah, just like you said earlier on, that if, if anyone has prompted some kind of fracturing or some aggression here, it is her. It's Again, her. I mean, it, look, it, it's the function of the show. So may, maybe she, maybe she's, she's a bit pissed off that she, you know, that the show has contrived this situation. But you knew what you were getting into. Like, yeah. these are all adults with agency. They chose to do this. Like, don't, don't go like flitting around going like yeah. moping to other lads because you expressed openness and seeing another man and the man you were already with is uncomfortable with that yeah like it's it's not it's not like phd 
the huge emotional intelligence material stuff like it, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. it's pretty straightforward yeah no for sure and like obviously Dammy then is giving her a hug and kind of saying like don't be upset and Luca then reluctantly gives her a hug and then she heads over and she grabs Andrew for a chat. To be actually fair, we're watching this here and we actually just kind of struck by the like actually fair play to Luca for not just like putting up a, not immediately leaping in and being like, oh no, don't cry. Like no, Luca's sort of standing his ground being like, well, what have I done here to make you emotional? Like, I'm I'm not going to leap in here and console you for saying something out of turn. Yeah. I actually kind of appreciated that bluntness from him. Not immediately leaping in with a, a, a consolation hug. Yeah. She and Andrew head to the daybeds and she's asking him like how he's feeling about everything. And he's like, I just can't read you. I feel like I'm being very open and honest with my feelings. And she's saying, I feel like maybe we're not on the same page, like talking to the boys. You seem to be very closed off, but yet you're telling me that we both want to be open. Andrew's saying like, look, if you want to get to know others, go for it. But nobody has come in that I've wanted to get to know. And she's like, I get how it looks. My head isn't turning to every boy. It's just having conversations and he's saying, where does this leave us? And she says she doesn't know. And again, it's like, are you ma- are you seriously angry at him? Because he's telling you he wants to be open, but he's actually closed. Like, are you actually mad at a guy for just being des- like... Just decide whether you're exclusive, for just- Christ's sake. Like, you're, you're grown-ups. Like, I, say, I, I deliberately say that I'm not saying, like, adults. Like, I'm saying grown-ups <laughs> because, like, I'm using it in a very infantile way. Yeah. Like, you, you are grown-ass human beings yeah. like, who, ha- who are now, who before all of this had careers and lives and like financial yeah. obligations and credit yeah. cards and broadband contracts. Like, how do you not get this? Yeah. Say that you're not seeing other people and it's fine. Why is this so hard? I just, the longer that she stays here as well, the longer that she tries to find a reason to be mad at him, like the less I understand her. Like if she just said like, look, I just don't know if I'm fully as far in as you and it scares me that you're really in this and I'm not. I'd be like, you are fucking well within your rights to get to know yeah. everyone. But it's mm. it's this it's this search to find a reason. The same way that Amber was doing it with Dammy. Like this search to find a reason why he wasn't right. It's like, he could be just not right. Like, or yeah. maybe you're just not there. You were put together by a public vote who basically cast you based on your ethnicity and not because of any other relationship chemistry oh, you're telling you might me that have could at all. Be wrong. It's what? totally, it's totally okay for you not to be totally wild. smitten with each other it's fine it's wild it's stressful um jay and Paige are having a chat they bizarre coupling these two um he's asking her how she's feeling obviously they shared the bed for the first night she's saying like yeah it's all good i enjoyed our pillow talk and getting to know each other on that level what pillow talk there was a I pillow wall. what pillow talk is she talking about is this one I... of those instances like we like we discussed before and, and like my my Twitter thread, which was prompted by your chat with Zara last week, which now has become an article on a website presented like I've got some sort of insider secret knowledge. Is this one of the cases where actually the timeline has jumped forward 24 hours and there's no acknowledgement of it? And so there's actually an extra night has happened that we haven't seen. And she's like, oh, I enjoy the pillow talk. What pillow talk? What pillow talk? You you pointedly constructed a pillow wall and we're telling the other girls that you had done so because you're a lady and you're not going to immediately just go around bed hopping. And that's all fine. But then like, why are you... Don't lie. Yeah. Do you think it just means in their mind, they're just like a pillow is present and we are talking like. Yeah. Yeah. Or that I they're don't... just, they're singing the Charlotte Tilbury jingle from last season over and over <laughs> don't again. Don't stop. You, you don't get the same experience there because you're not here. So you don't get the same ads at Virgin Media. No, too. You don't I get to the... see all the ads for like misquote talking about car insurance. That'll no. give you the flutters. No, like you're I missing don't. out. That's part yeah. of the whole experience. I, I really wonder is because I'm watching it on ITV and before, um, 
Love Island every night Superstore is on ITV and I'm really curious to see like how many people are now watching Superstore because they're tuning in like 10 minutes before Love yeah. Island to see it start yeah no do you have the little the parrots at, no it, oh no. there's like there's like parrots coming back into the into the UK one and it's like is that is it still sponsored by um sponsored by Just Eat in Britain because there was there was parrots in a previous one was that for for the Just Eats things because we yeah. have um we have the, James Cavanagh and Anne Doyle doing ads for Now TV, now TV. sponsors of this podcast obviously yeah. great um, guys and, great guys uh, but like, what a combo like yeah what a um, combo. you know like her her doing no. voiceover for Khaleesi going you know uh, a girl with attitude is a real vibe. Uh, and then like yeah, Anne Doyle like, coming in and be like Love Island is sponsored by now like it's so incongruous to hear Anne Doyle good. doing ads about like disaster relief in the Horn of Africa and then like seconds later like plugging you know Anchorman or uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> on now but like is, is a, a girl Love for all seasons she can do anything yeah we just have these stupid parrots that talk about a flan UK listeners you'll get it um <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Um, UK but, listeners should look up who Anne Doyle is. She is an icon. Oh yeah, do an icon. Yeah, there's definitely a super cut of her best bits on YouTube for sure. Like the strongest bob in the game. She literally, absolutely. Yeah. She literally created a hairstyle. Um, JM Page is there banter I've written here? I would say no. <laughs> no, and like I, I like it. Does is Jay actually quite shallow in like a not in a, a like a visual like um superficial sense, but like yeah. is he? does he seem to extract meaning from things that have no meaning? Like, does, does he think that like he's putting in serious spade work by having very mm. superficial chats about, like, you know, like even the, you know, what did your mum do? Oh, she was a cancer nurse at Marie Curie. So was mine. Like he doesn't say it with any kind of a God, no way. What a crazy one, coincidence. Yeah. Like he's just such a, such a stable, yeah. like if he was a heart monitor, like he'd basically, he'd barely be making a ripple. Like if he was a, <laughs> yeah. like, if he was a size, seismometer, there's, there is no ripple there when he's having his earthquake. Like he's just, He's the most just just steady yeah. plodding along, and like sometimes there's virtue to that. But like, is you know, there? This this is a guy who is who knows that if he wants page medium term, that he has to do a bit of spade work, a bit of grafting in yeah. island lingo. And if his grafting is, oh, my mother also had that job, and isn't even going to be like, God, that's so weird. What a coincidence! God, maybe the stars are aligning. Wild <laughs> doesn't go there. Yeah, like, it's just that's so how... plain. Seems so weird. I also was a bit turned off when he was like my hobbies are eating well, training and sleeping. And I was just mm. like, we, I was like, we have That's nothing like in those common. lads like who, for whom Jim is a personality. Yeah. Like no, yeah. not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not a thing. Um, Jax and Luke are having a chat while this conversation is happening. Jax is saying like, I wonder how different our chats are versus Paige and Jay's. Um, and he's like, it sounds like it's a bit boring, doesn't it? And then Luca says, yeah, that's just Jay though. Bit of, bit of context a bit there. of salt there bit, bit of, of salt spills. there yeah yeah would you like a meal with that salt um <laughs> there Paige is in the beach hut and she's like Jack or Jay like he wants to learn everything about me and like ask me all these questions and she's like, like in the same way that because... you befriend a 14 year old in the Gwail talk you're there off in Kalosh de Lurgan and basically you have very limited vocabulary so you ask about you know what do you do in your spare time or like you yeah, know yeah, what, yeah. What, what's the I'm sure looking like today like it's it's like it's <laughs> it's, sure. it's not a like, you know, like everyone's everyone in the guest that seems really superficial because all they talk about is the weather because they don't have the vocabulary to talk about yeah, anything yeah. else. And then yeah. you meet each other at the reunion like a month later at Stephen's Green Shopping Centre and you're still just <laughs> talking about the weather because now that you're not in the same contrived oh circumstances, God, you, have, you have nothing in common anymore. The, the only thing you have in common is that you've got the same, you've got the same bus <laughs> to, to, to the holla for the Kaylee and the Tuesday night. Oh God, um, we're, we're blowing the UK listeners' minds with this one. <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys um, haven't lived. You are so lucky. You're welcome. Um, yeah, she's like, he wants to ask me all these questions and get to know me. And then she says, it's really awkward because you really couldn't get two more different guys than Jax and Jay because because why? Jax has never asked you a question. Like, like of they're, they're 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 quite similar people. Like they've got the same hair coloring. They are both yeah. white heterosexual men. They and, have the same initial. They're they currently yeah. share the same address they've got the same postcode code <laughs> now. Like, yeah it's got yeah. so much in common i mean they're practically the same person jay is then talking with davide after that and they are discussing this storyline that they kind of seem to be really forcing to happen but i don't see it coming that i like this feels very much like production hand holding like let's walk these two icons or, or back, together. And Sue back together yeah I, and- I don't know how davide could reconcile that though like i, I don't know how you can go from you are yeah. a liar a bitch and, and do the whole, yeah, do, 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 like, do, do the whole like you know like you are you no longer exist to me and yeah, then yeah. like a couple of days later been like yeah unfinished business there like no yeah. like davide gets away with an awful lot because of how devastatingly handsome he is but like yeah. no that that's that's a leap i yeah i feel like the pathway back there is and like jay is kind of saying like look it's okay if you can't stand being around her but maybe if it's not that bad you could overlook it and i'm like this girl like please give this girl some respect <laughs> she deserves someone who just doesn't quite can't stand her isn't quite she, she deserves someone whose last public comment on the record was not basically denying their very existence yeah like that seems like a bare minimum for, yeah, for yeah, two yeah. people to maybe strike something up ladies set higher standards for yourself do you know what i mean like i just <laughs> i just don't get it it is nighttime and jay is talking the boys are having a chat and jay is talking with andrew and he's saying like look if Paige isn't interested and she's keen on jacks i would just prefer if she just came out and said like I'm about Jax. I've no interest in getting to know you. And then he asks Andrew how he's feeling. And he's like, I'm just so confused. I really don't know what the crack is. Um, Upstairs, the boys are getting haircuts. Davide and Charlie are getting their hair trimmed. And Gemma is rightfully ripping it apart because it looks awful. That was the most, like, I've had a theory for a while that Gemma has increasingly reminded me of... um, Nicholas Holt's character in About a Boy, you know, the little, the, the fellow with the, the yes, woolly hat who the, kills the bread. Yeah. Yes, yeah, kills yeah. the bread, the, the duck with the loaf of bread. Uh, that basically, the way she talks, aside from being exactly like her father, famous footballer, Ballon d'Or winner, Michael Owen, yeah. um, is also like that that boy, that role that Nicholas Holt is playing yeah. grown up. Because it's all like, oh, I don't know what you're saying about that. And like, it's just the, even the delivery in the diction is, is just so spot on. So like, how, how vicious it is then when that's how you think of Gemma talking to go in there and start like <laughs> ripping other people to shreds for their terrible haircuts. Like, it, like it, it's devastating enough as it is. It is altogether more savage when you think those remarks are being issued by a guy who <laughs> sang Killing Me Softly on stage at the end of About a Boy. Oh my God. I Je- Gemma is really a character arc that I didn't see. I didn't see coming. Now that, and like, I remember saying in week one, I can't wait for her to settle in and for her to kind of relax a small bit and kind of trust the environment and trust the people around her. And I think now that she is there, we're getting a lot more joy out of her than we yeah, did before. Yeah, I, I think it's really impressive, actually, that um, now maybe, again, that there's, there's all the stuff, because, you know, that, that even the last time that I was on the pod with you last season, we talked about how, how many hours there are of airtime yeah. per day and yeah. what makes it into, like, 44 minutes of television. Yeah. But, like, that, there was a whole thing set up there where when they parachuted Jackson in, clearly to create drama as being her ex. And, like, there has been basically yeah. none. It was like, oh, this is mildly awkward. Mildly awkward. We're back in the same room again. Yeah. And... And like, it basically kind of is it. just tr- trundling on and just doesn't exist. And like, if there was, a, I mean, I guess Jax's later comments about Paige and how like he's never felt this way about anyone slightly dilute or water down whatever significance there was to that relationship. But 
like Gemma's being impressively level-headed yeah. I think about having an ex in the villa and yeah. not only that also but in the, the girl's shot on the balcony for someone who you know was 19 last month and who had been single for two and a half years so basically has, has never had like a full sorry a year and a half so has never really had like a full proper adult relationship like yeah. as, a, as a literal legal adult like she was very level-headed yeah in in the advice she was given to the other girls and like it's it's yeah. quite something when a 19 year old is the one who's actually being mother hen giving yeah. you the level-headed like straightening yeah. up like which is impressive like for someone who hasn't gotten very much screen time for the last couple of days like she really seems has like really yeah. grown roots in the place which is impressive and I, what I like about her advice is it's never soft like she's never she's never that girl who's like oh maybe his battery is dead and that's why he's not texting you he's like he's not interested and you deserve better like she's not afraid to like deal the hard blows mm. in order to be really honest and I really yeah. actually appreciate that like cruelty yeah. kind yeah, but again, as someone who's 19 years of age, like she's really like turned that PR ship around because like the, the hate she was getting, especially week one, was pretty intense online. And like now I would say that she is a very, she's definitely not a, I don't think she's a favorite favorite, but I think she's a strong middle to well, top. I, I think if we, if we get towards the last week and they're still in the hunt and they're both still there and they're still together as a couple and we get into the whole meet the parents stuff that is going to because the whole yeah. Gemma show for the first week was you know she has a famous father right yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like that that is going to go so off a cliff if if Michael Owen comes in and Luca is there like God Jesus how have you managed to keep this from me this whole time apparently um, they know like, apparently they all know so did you see I don't know if you saw this but Afia did a TikTok or a live on TikTok last week and she said that yeah like everyone knows but like nobody really cares <laughs> which I just think like is so disappointing because we've all been like do you know that clip of the people in the sports bar watching the screen waiting for that go and they all, like <laughs> yeah. that's been us waiting for them to like reveal Michael Owen and we're just they don't care apparently but I feel like there was there was such a tease for all of that they're like it was so teed up that like they, they never gave us the payoff that's really yeah. disappointing this is what Afia says and then I'm and also they, they made such a thing of uh, of Jack Vincent being a fan of Danny Dyer the actor like, why wouldn't you want to repeat that formula again? That was yeah. so brilliant TV. So someone reminded me of Sophie from Winter Series. Do we remember Sophie, Rochelle Humes' sister? Oh, was, yes. Apparently, there was a contract signed that said Rochelle couldn't be brought up in the villa, apparently. So I'm wondering, did we do a similar type vibe with Michael Owen? I don't know. Uh, it seems unlikely, given that Michael Owen has been taking extensive ribbing on... Um, TV coverage of yeah. the UEFA Nations League, which coincided with the first couple of weeks of this, and was relentlessly asked about. Hey, so you know your your daughter. So so uh, which international football with? which international football tournament do you want to be coupled up with, Michael? Hey, hey, <laughs> and he's like, no, please stop talking about this. I'm finding it all very cringeworthy. Um, he was doing punditry, I think, for for Channel Four. Uh, I, I wonder, would games. it be a, would it be a contractual thing? I think there's like a there's a cultural zeitgeist thing where like you can't not acknowledge it like people yeah. will be like writing in going how come no one's bringing it up and like the other pundits are all trying to be so gassed that they couldn't yeah, go yeah, through yeah. four okay. hours of television with Michael Owen and not bring it up at some stage. I'd be interesting to hear yeah when when Islanders who maybe ha- were there a little bit longer come out and they start because it's presumably a question that everyone's getting asked like what's the crack with the Michael Owen stuff and <laughs> mm. um, we are way behind, so we need to start banging through this. All right, okay. Dami and Jay are having a quick chat. Jay is telling Dami that he moved really quick a second. He wants to get to know Paige. He thinks the door is open, but he's not 100% sure. It's hard when they're kind of laying it on each other and I don't want to overstep, blah, blah, blah. Jax then joins them and sits there quite awkwardly. Meanwhile, Paige, Gemma and India are having a chat and Gemma is having one of those conversations where she's saying like, look, do you think that you're making it really hard for Jay? 
given how you are with Jax, like, do you think that you've made it too hard for him now to really try? Like, he's the one who has been grabbing you and you're still demanding that he grabs you first. Like, at what point do you either tell him it's a no-go or do you actively try yourself? Because by, right now you're just kind of treading water. You're not really doing either or, which is kind of a shit situation to be in. And I think mm. herself and Tasha kind of seem to be in the same general yeah position. actually it's yeah. quite interesting actually I, I had that that thought when i saw the episode that it's interesting that they, they are both effectively in very similar situations where they both yeah. find themselves being sort of tugged between two men and are at different points happy or not happy for that to be the case and how like tasha appears to be like having like emotional like dissolution like she's nearly like she's like a, a jumper yeah. pulling a party pull the thread and the whole thing just just collapses whereas Paige is just politely just chugging away going like yeah no, i'm gonna be really polite and get to know you and even if i have no intention of this going anywhere i'm gonna go through the motions and that's totally okay yeah and like how, how two people can approach ostensibly very similar situations in totally totally different ways yeah um page and jay page and jay go for their second chat of the night they are uh page is telling jay about what Gemma had said and if, she, if the door is open but she's kind of not leaving it open enough for their to maybe have something grow Jay is saying like look I'm not super sensitive but like you know I like you and like I didn't want to feel like I'm knocking on a door that's locked um, and she says like the door isn't closed and he says okay well like I do think we have a lot in common and she's asking like what things do you think we have in common and he says I think we have a similar sense of humor and she's kind of saying I'm definitely funnier and he's like yeah you could be and then we see the superficial comment that she made in the first look, you know, that he's not too, so, so superficial. He's not all about money and clothes and all this kind of stuff. And they have a little bit of a back and forth. Um, Paige asks him if she's looking for, or if he's looking forward to sleeping in the same bed with her again. He says, yeah, the chats in bed are more intimate. And I'm looking forward to it. And I do think to be fair to Jay, and I am definitely not his biggest fan. All of the signs she's giving him is that like, well, look, I definitely feel like there is more of a place for me with Jax. I'm not closed off to this. Yeah. Like so she's she's perfectly entitled to think that that you know well she literally said it like explicitly like the door is open like he's yeah. perfectly entitled to think that if he if he put in the graft and if there was a connection there that things yeah. would go places um yeah. so I'd be very fascinated to see how early in tomorrow night's episode if at all um that the fallout from the little sidebar chat with Jax on the stairs outside the bedroom yeah. gets brought up has that changed her mind has him showing vulnerability solidified her thinking. Or is she still going to traipse along and be a little duplicitous and try and keep the yeah. team stringing along? Which I think would be bad yeah. form. And I think actually a lot of the the love, as we mentioned earlier, for the likes of your polls, I think a lot of that would disappear away if they thought that she was like actively stringing two lads along knowing yeah. that there wasn't any hope for one of them. Yeah, especially these two lads as well. I feel like, I, I don't know if there's, Jax, there seems to be a bit of a split kind of feeling towards him like I think there's a lot of people who really love him and really love him and Paige and then there's a lot of people who are just not buying it and I think with Jay there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of love no I don't think there's a huge amount of hate for him but I don't think like they're not the strongest guys in the villa like I wouldn't be confident you know what I mean I don't think there's a massive sway either which way um Tash and Charlie did we forget Charlie was there I fucking did um largely yeah oh god uh like what, asking, what an anonymous participant in a, an apparent menage a trois like oh, just, how is this happening i just think he's i just i i need him to liven up a small bit like i need him to be like you're you're out of lockdown now you're you're like, come out of your isolation honestly, it, 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 it could turn out that he antigone and danica actually like you know committed like violent mass murder and that no one else in the island of new york exists anymore and you'd yeah. barely be like what oh, did that yeah. happen like yeah. no 
Yeah, there's just, I'm not, I need energy. She's asking about himself and Ekin and how they're getting on. And Charlie is saying like, look, I'm just here. Things are going well. I'm not trying to push you to say anything, but I'm definitely still interested in getting to know you. Tasha's saying like, I feel like my head is a bit scrambled. Myself and Andrew definitely have something really good. So whatever decision I make can potentially fuck that up. And I'm kind of questioning, is she a little bit more conscious of the public response than maybe she's acknowledging? I feel like you can't deny the fact that all of this kind of seemed to have popped up when we had it after our bottom three, you know, they were kind of settling and then we had our least favorite Islanders. And is oh, it I, hadn't, I hadn't factored in the impact of the bottom three thing. And that's suddenly this injection of like public truth. Like, yeah. Yeah, does she now realize that maybe like does the public see something that she hasn't is she overthinking that like the public has seen aspects yeah. or negative or slightly toxic behavior that she hasn't yeah and, and I is also she overthinking think, it a bit i also think she keeps talking about how she's normally this like boss bitch like fiery girl and i'm like we i don't think we ever saw her as like a fiery character like i would have never i definitely thought she was bubblier when she came in than she is now but i'm yeah. wondering and she said it to andrew as well like i feel like my i'm not that person anymore and i'm wondering is she pinning her being in the least favorite girls as a result yeah. of her like losing this apparent that, that's fire because the, the, pe- the people aren't seeing the real me and i'm yeah. not being the real me because of you like actually i wonder uh, what is this this is another thing to add to the, the to-do list to find out what, okay. what they're allowed to say um are they actually allowed to talk about you know in the same way like again we're conditioned by big brothers to, you're not allowed to talk about the, the impact of the vote or who you're voting for are they actually allowed to discuss the the vote and whether that influences their thinking or is it all this great unsaid well, do you remember Toby and Chloe last year after they ended up in the bottom a couple of times, Toby was really spooked by it. And I remember Chloe said That's it outright, right, yes. like, sorry, you shouldn't let it, you shouldn't care about a public vote if you like yeah. me. So I, I don't know. It, I, it, the timing of it all feels a little bit sus. And I think Tasha is trying to find more of a reason to end things with Andrew than maybe there is, but like, Nobody needs like a really fucking badass reason to get out of a relationship. If you're just not vibing, you're not vibing. Get yeah, out yeah. of there. Like there's no need. Um, Charlie is saying that he definitely thinks there's a spark there between himself and Tasha and that he wants to see more of her. And he says, look, it's worth bearing in mind that if you enjoyed the date, um, it wouldn't be, I think, the right thing to do is just shut that down. Uh, for things to move in that direction, there's no point in kind of worrying about outside pressure and all that kind of stuff. There isn't a huge amount of resolution there. I'm also not seeing a huge amount of sparks. So I kind of. Yeah. That was I, a bit I, of housekeeping. So don't I see any real it. visual demonstrations other than the very end of the episode where, again, she was given Andrew a casual smooch. Not seeing any yeah. real signs of affection to either of them. No. If I'm totally He honest. wasn't even making much eye contact. I was like, this feels weird. Like, I. Charlie to me feels like a plant. Like he feels like he's having a miserable time. Like, I'm like, why are you. I'm just like, you need to get into this a bit more. Yeah. Um, Dami and India are getting a date and I why, have- sorry why is it Damia I, I thought and that maybe I'm in a really niche corner of Twitter I thought Indy we had settled or, or uh, Damindia oh I just I think I hadn't seen Damia at all and I'm I'm jarred that that, that comes oh, with Dim the India official sign, sign of ITV2 approval like it, it's more economical at least it, like it, it takes less yeah. characters in a tweet like but yeah yeah just, yeah like I, I, I just I'm, I, I'm weirdly put out by having a different 
portmanteau of their names than the, the producers have come up with. Dominia more naturally flows as well. Like Damia, you kind of have to think about. You no, know, you're like Damia. Like you kind of have to break down those syllables. Well, it's a little bit more. like Jedward, where like one of them gets their entire name and the other I one know, basically gets John. a consonant. Yeah. Poor John <laughs> never gets. I've, in, I've interviewed about that. Like before, I was full time in a politics gig. I uh, when I started out in journalism and I was working in the student newspaper, we did one of the first interviews with Jedward after they came out, and I put that to him. Yeah, to them. I was literally on on the phone to the two of them. They were in a hotel room, and uh, said to Johnny, "Do you ever feel like you sort of got the wrong end of the stick? Because when you were on the X Factor, you were John and Edward, and you came out and you were Jedward." And he was like, "Yeah, but like it works because you, you couldn't just go around calling the act Johnward." And I was like, "Yep, yeah, fair." Show, showing such journalistic promise at such a young age. Wow, we get into the core of the issues. Just asking all the questions I, that people want answers to. You know, you... get this man on the front lines. Truly, um, they get their first date. I, I have to say, I think this is one of the best dates we have ever seen on Love Island. Like it has uh, to be. Yes, especially so. And this is a little bit again where I'm going to like get tagged as having some sort of extra insight. The lighting for that date could not have been set up in advance or be like set up there where they sit down and a few lads come up with some props and set up the torches and they go away. The lighting is so impressive that basically, although it's never visible, obviously in the wide shots, there was likely a huge cadre of people standing around bearing witness to all of that, which I think is significant because um, exchanges like that, proper deep and meaningfuls and lots of elongated handholding, if it happens in a villa, there's a spontaneity to it because the whole place is is lit and filmed for TV all the time anyway. Yeah. But for a contrived atmosphere like that to happen and for the two of them to be so okay talking so profusely about each other in such glowing terms, while there's probably an extensive production crew standing around just off camera, I think gives an extra weight or an extra value to what they're saying other yeah. than if they were just having a quiet aside in, in the hideaway or somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. No, I, I, I felt like, I felt like there was such an honesty for the pair of them without being like overly gushing or anything like that. It felt, it felt so nice to watch two people who felt exactly the same way about each other. Just kind of have that moment, that moment to themselves in inverted commas where they could kind of just be able to enjoy that they've gotten to that place in the space of like mm. a week. Like it was really lovely to watch it. Um, Dami immediately like holds out the chair to like let her sit down. And she, they're talking about the crazy journey that they've been on. And maybe that was necessary to get them where they are. And they're talking about the fact that, you know, they have such a good friendship and that they moved from there. And I think it's definitely worth like noting that that seems to be the case. Like there mm. is, there's a great that, that they spoke there. to each other and gave each other advice about how to deal with Amber and Akenna yeah. while all the while secretly sort of wondering whether they were their like yeah. it's very it's very like Nora Ephron like it's very 90s rom-com sort yeah. of material oh, it's like go- talk, giving each other advice them. about how not to be with themselves like that's written in the stars I just love them there's a lot of touching they're really like holding hands and like it's really sweet and um, is it our he- Irish bias or are, like are they oh, genuine yeah. Are they, are they genuine like contenders to win the whole thing? We, there's definitely Irish bias, but I find it truly shocking that there is like, I don't know what the betting odds are at the minute, but I know last week Paige and Jax were like front runners to win. And I just, in what world could we watch that date, watch the two of them talking about how, what they want from partners and how those two explanations were so similar. Talk about how comfortable and safe that they feel with each other and how attracted they are to each other and how much of a laugh they have. Like, I don't know how you could watch that and not be like they 
deserve like if they track like this like, look it's started week four whatever Casa Moore is to come all that stuff but if they track through Casa Moore and they come out and they get to week eight like you'd be hard pressed to, to explain to me why they wouldn't win it like I yeah. just don't get it yeah like it, it's it's very sweet to see particularly after how like drained India was by the lack of spark with Akena and yeah. I, I thought part of that was her own doing because she was the prime character of somebody complaining that the boy wasn't doing any graft yeah and not really doing much spade work herself either like she was the yeah. archetype of someone who outside the villa is probably the hottest person in every room that they walk into uh like classic ekansu syndrome and doesn't have yeah. to work for anything at all yeah and they realize actually no you're in a room where like being hot is kind of par for the course yeah. now, so you're gonna need relevant yeah and she wasn't doing it but it's evident now like when, when there's a guy that she wants like she, she's prepared to to do some work and also she just looked thrilled, like how yeah. wide her smile was. Yeah, at that day, and him as really well. Like, I, I, I think it's really good to see someone like Dami as well, who is very comfortable expressing emotions, like very comfortable laying it on thick without being in any way cheesy. It, he feels very respectful and very. It it feels like the two of them are on such an even footing, and they're he, he treats the pair of them as equals. Whereas in other relationships that we've seen there is a superiority and there is that kind of sway towards one person or the other. And I just, there was something really, really gorgeous about their date and seeing them interact and just like the sparks were just, you couldn't deny. I just don't know how anyone wouldn't, Love them. Mm. I the just sparks can't. were not just bouquet lighting behind them uh, in their magnificently lit sit. Like, no, there, there was there was organic natural spark there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so nice. Um, back in the villa, Ekansu and Davide are having a conversation because producers must have told them to. Next. Oh, Next. come here. Bantering about their first case. She's just saying we're just friends, and he says, "Well, kind of." And she's like, "Anything you want to talk to me about?" And Davide's like. What do you have in mind? I thought I was being very clear to you. And she's kind of smirking and he's saying like, look, nothing has changed my opinion about you. I like to take the piss out of you. She's like, I'm not chatting to you for anything else. And they're both saying relax. They're both saying they are relaxed. Like, it's fucking for, weird. Just, just for, for that breadcrumb to be dropped in when there was no featuring of Antigone or Danica or yeah. even really Charlie. They must be doing that knowing that there is something tomorrow night's episode that does keep that going because we have been fed a yes. trail of lies if there's yeah. nothing out of that. And this is something from your thread as well, which I feel like needs to be pinned somewhere. Like it needs to go somewhere that we can all find it. People have been at, like I've got DMs from people being like, what's that thread that you were talking about? Um, It's Gavin's, it's there. Um, But I think what you said in that thread about, you know, needing to, they need that time lapse of between where we are on the telly and where we are in the villa because they need to be able to see where the stories are going right yeah. and like obviously like you just said there why are they so forcefully setting up this second sue and davide thing when really we should be looking at davide and antigone or davide and danica and where that is yeah not a praise like, of it like, long story short for people who haven't caught the thread but jen the the, the gist of it was oh that, it's very good find but, it but good. particularly that like right it, it's it's an hour of a program and there's yeah. there's uh, three ad breaks and the ad breaks are four and a half minutes long so basically it boils down to like 45 minutes of programming and the whole thing is shot what you see on a Sunday is probably shot on a Friday because not only do they need to see what happens on a Friday, they probably also need to see what happens on Saturday because they don't want to take a punt of choosing one 30 second exchange between two people in a house of 14 yeah. over an entire 16 hour day and feature that unless they're already confident that it has some significance for it's going to be a follow on because they can't just be like throwing bits of storyline at a wall, seeing what sticks they need to have like narrative threads to the whole thing. So if they're showing that, 
we can only assume that it, like they're not going to be like skirted over tomorrow that there's going to be some sort of yeah ongoing like eyes locked across a crowded villa between yeah. Davide and Anek and Sue um, which yeah. will be fascinating if it does happen because I just don't know how he I, climbs how back down back? from that mountain yeah I don't know how you come back and, and if if she should go like I just don't I feel like if I was her friends watching at home and I, I'd be like please don't go back like you know what I mean you've you've done your thing you caused your heart but he also was very like clear on how he thought about you like I yeah. just yeah Paige so and Jack's, entertaining conversations I, I don't, don't know, know. Anyway, I, don't next. know. Pre- I presume producers are I don't know Paige and Jack's having a chat Jack's is saying that his night has been really boring without her and she's like are you missing me and he says not really uh, I'm just thinking like would Jay ever hurry up I know yeah weird flex to be like no I yeah. have no interest no, not, I don't. Not, not really, it, not really. It's, it's it's only a matter of hours before I'm so emotionally vulnerable that I take you aside and have a deep and meaningful on a staircase it's just so jarring watching Dami in India where he's like look it might be a bit soon but for me my head's not turning and they've only been together a week and then to go to Jack's and he's like yeah not really it's like are we are we really still in that place in time where it's like cute to be like you know what I mean? Oh, to slippery to about your yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. it's so gross. I have no significant um, feelings about you at all. Yeah, no, that's it's... that's what that's what the program is called. No, no absolutely... significant feelings, Ireland. Paige <laughs> just asking him why he didn't come and grab her when she was chatting with Jay and Jack saying like, "Look, you got to get to know him." Paige is um, telling Jax about her chat with Jay and Jax is saying like, "I think this has made us stronger." Like, I don't know what else I could want in a girl. I know you wouldn't hurt me or hurt him in any way. Like, I fully trust you. And she's in the beach at then saying, look, Jay is everything that I wanted on paper. Um, but Jax is just Jax the lad and then says something about him. And she's like, they're just so different. And like, they definitely are. Like, I definitely can't pinpoint any similarities other than, like you said, they're both brunette, yeah. white, straight men. I just, yeah. Um, Dami and Indy are back from their date after basically saying that they're ex- exclusive-ish. Like, they're not quite there, but they're ish. Um, do, do, we, do we need another level of title? Like, do you have to like update the Love Island handbook to like maybe. insert a new level of categorization? Yeah, maybe I think do. let's send the klaxon. I think let's add this one in because if they're, I feel like if you're saying my head isn't really going to be turned, mm. that's that's your kind of cue to kind of say like, I'm not actively going to pursue anybody. If someone comes in, I'm still that little bit open, but I'm not going to encourage it from mm. anywhere else. And um, they're back. The boys and girls split. Uh, Dami is like ladies take her where you need to go to have your chats I'm going to go talk to the boys and Dami's like telling them about the setup of the date and he's like I swear to god she's actually so funny like I'm not going to lie it would be really hard for me to turn my head India is saying that it's literally one of the best dates she's ever had in her whole life and um, when we were one to one I just don't think like I have anything but tunnel vision from him in the beach she's like I can't describe my feelings when I'm around him it feels like a fairy tale which is so cringy but it's just so good I just can't stop smiling Dami is saying like it's just so natural and we just get each other it couldn't have went better um there was a nice symmetry to both of them basically saying it was one of the best dates that ever been yeah. on and saying yeah. it totally independently in two different settings yeah just really really nice he's in the beach and she's he's saying like it's she really likes me and she sees something with me and like I'm actually out of breath with excitement like just one of the best dates I've ever been on like I'm just so buzzed and like just to see him be that transparent with how happy he is it's just like can we all just drop the like Luca and Jack's attitude of like oh, I don't want to spend time with you anyway just be like yeah I really fucking like you and what like stop with the mess and- well, I, I can't wait until um, India gets to do the Irish nightclub tour of appearances and then like they have their like glorious homecoming in oh New my Ross God. I, uh, like, the, the, I, have, I have a colleague from New Ross who said that the, the locals there are slightly embittered that uh, Dami has scrubbed all mentions of New Ross being his actual I would be. 
I mean, Instagram. I want to grow. I want to blow. I actually yeah, but he's, he's now just Dublin because, like, oh yeah, but sure. Or like, of course, Dublin. That's where yeah. he lives now. Like, the, exactly. the brain drain is real, people. But that, like, his his hometown are like, hang on, no, 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 no. He's he's ours. And there's actually once you know that he's he's from Wexford, and if it, uh, this will mean nothing to UK listeners, you can hear bits of the accent if you know what you're listening out for. Yeah, yeah, and some of the things he says as well. He's like, sometimes he says stuff, and I'm like, that's not. Dublin like it's just not like he came out with uh, Killian actually noted in the in the press preview Killian was noted in the press preview it was like a quote of what he was saying and it was something like oh she's all smiley and all that it <laughs> was like and all that is such and a, all that yeah Irish way of putting just, just it. W- wait till he describes her as queer beautiful and queer. That's you know. <laughs> like it's getting full Wexford then I'm bare into her like just <laughs> totally <laughs> mad about her like oh I just love it I love it so much I can't wait for the homecoming of him like on an open top bus like driving down Grafton or driving down O'Connell Street just waving you, at people you thought the 1996 All-Ireland Hurling Final was a great homecoming for Wexford you've seen nothing <laughs> Italian 91 like <laughs> it's all kicking off it's going to be Virgin Media News split screen all of you across the country it, it is it is because uh, Zara was telling me like when, when Maura Higgins was in the final week of that, that yeah. year that like Maura went to Longford and like basically sat in the cab of her father's tractor so like this like, is going to be a real thing Like I'm not joking the group chat is going to be stretched from top to toe of Ireland what episode of the week's not going to be nearly enough <laughs> bonus content are we starting a patreon now is this what it's <laughs> going to be um it's bedtime and what happens let me do now stim because we are way over mm. um does anything meaningful happen other than the sidebar chat tasha and andrew are kind of kissing damien and here getting close uh page and jay page says mm. like if it's not there from the start then it's probably not going to be very ominous because we don't really know what yeah. the fuck she's talking about D- danica's existence is acknowledged for the first time of the episodes oh there yeah. she is how are you uh yeah. tasha does say to andrew in a way i feel like what we have is too good to be true maybe that's why on the outside i find an excuse to break up i don't know that feels like a very storyline we see play out on many a team. Uh, I'm I'm prepared to, to see though because maybe like maybe she's trying just to find some way to rationalize why she's yeah. maybe re- veering towards a destructive thing. Maybe she's trying to explain or to, to put up some facade that she's actually not as into him as she thought yeah. she was. I don't know. We'll have to see whether there's there's real truth to that. Apologies. I'm not on an airplane trying to make my way to Mallorca. I'm just doing a load of washing so if you can hear the, like the drumming <laughs> in the background I was like what the fuck is that? It's just, you know yourselves, girly. Sunday's night, final road load before I start the week. Um, Jackson Page are looking across each other in the bed. Um, you can see Danica is wide awake. Her eyes like pop up out of the quilt at one stage. You're like, oh, there she is. How are you? So she sees them. And obviously all this stuff that happens in the bedroom, everyone spots it. The pair of them sneak out and they head to the stairs. And Jax is saying that he didn't want to tell Paige that he ca- puts on his mic and then says, I didn't want to tell you that I cared. It's bothering me tonight. It didn't bother me last night, but it's bothering me tonight. Um, and it was making me angry watching you and Jay chat. And Paige is like, you have nothing to worry about. Like, I can't be clearer with you. And Jax is saying, like, I believe every word. I just, I've not felt this before with anyone else. Um, and they're kind of cuddling. And Jax is saying, like, I find it really hard and scary to show emotions. And Paige is like, what do you think would happen if you showed you care? If anything, it's a good thing. It's only something more attractive. And Jack says, thank you. And then they just head back to bed. Like I, I'm prepared to sort of like, I don't know whether it's that I'm giving the, the guy too much credit, but I'm prepared to go along with that. That like, if yeah. like I said earlier, that like he, he's very rarely probably in any culture where it's totally okay to admit that kind of vulnerability or that you are like 
finding yourself really attached to someone and with the resultant risk of hurt that that brings so i like yeah. I'm, i'd be prepared to, to go with that like do we think that everyone else saw it like i wasn't sure if I it was as, to. as transparent because there, there was no even sign of um like jay rolling over and being like where have you been or anything like that which i think you'd be would be your natural instinct if yeah the person you couple up with has just gone for a like a very curiously timed chat yeah. with the guy that they're, they were previously seeing. Look, it's definitely been noticed. Like Danica definitely saw. I mean, she was literally awake as they were talking. There's no way she fell asleep then and didn't see them get up and go out. So at yeah. the very least, it's going to be revealed tomorrow daytime. So tomorrow morning on the balcony yeah. should be saying that. Yeah. But I just also find it very curious, like, like the edit. Like Paige and Jax are getting a very loving edit and have been pretty much the whole time. Like there's a very, very loving edit. Whereas the Tasha and Andrew stuff is not that much of a loving edit for Tasha. And I just find it interesting because I just, I have very high suspicions of the producers and what they are and what they want to happen. I feel like it reminds me of the Millie Liam stuff when Liam came back after absolutely doing the dog on Millie in Casa Moore with Lily. And they shoved that romance down our throats like we were to believe it was this big thing. And people bought it and they won Love Island, which still to me is just a joke, like just shouldn't have happened. Can and I, I admit just, that there was a, a, a like a, I can't even remember what the context was, but there was a little before this season kicked off, and you were asked like, "Oh, can you name last year's winners?" And I genuinely was like, "Yeah, Toby, Toby and Chloe, Chloe win it." I like, actually was was a little bit stunned, but I was like, "Hang on, they they stayed together after all of that." Just, like, yeah, there's not a huge expectation Bizarre. for the winners to stay together anymore, right? I feel like that's kind of shaken loose. But mm. even like the Amber and Greg, they deserve to win it. Like they deserve to win it, and even though they lasted, what was it like? A month and a half or something like they lasted mm. no time. This is more callous to... than getting dumped before you're supposed to make a joint appearance in Ireland. Yeah, and then having to talk, talk show. Yeah, then having to go talk to Ryan Tuberty about it. Yeah, no. Um, like yeah, it just I just feel like the edit is really in the favor of Paige and Jacks, like really, really in the favor of them, and I just don't see. I don't know. I'm not buying. I'm really well, not buying. Maybe, maybe that's one of those things again where the producers don't realize how popular slash unpopular people are until they do that public vote, and then yeah. you suddenly have that straw poll, and they like they know who topped the poll, and we don't. Yeah. So maybe they they've gone. Hang on, there's there's something going on here, and and maybe that then yeah, it's one of those chicken and egg things. Like I get it, in my day job, you know, does does the story influence the polls? Does the polls influence the story? And yeah, maybe the same is true in the villa as well that the producers know who the viewers like and yeah. are just giving us more of what we Leaning want. Leaning into it. I also do think as well, like may- maybe they're thinking Casa more and maybe they are seeing, maybe they do see a similar side to me. I personally see Jax and Paige as a Jake and Lib and like who would have thought they would have made it through Casa more? None of us. And mm. maybe the producers are setting it up, like giving us that story, giving us that romance for the demise of that. I just, I... In the same way that I just didn't buy the Jake and Lib thing last year, I'm just not buying it. And maybe I won't be vindicated like I was last year. Maybe they genuinely are. Maybe this is the most he's ever felt about someone. Maybe he does find it genuinely hard to communicate in an open and honest and kind, like in a really, you know what I mean? Because I find sometimes yeah, yeah. he kind of yeah. leads with aggression. And maybe that is just what he's been used to. And now he's trying, maybe it is. But for me, I'm like, I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Tomorrow night. But it's nicely um, teed up. Nicely teed up. This tomorrow night now, very interesting. Dami, Ekansu, Gemma are talking. Dami says, obviously it's not going to be nice to hear from Luca that Gemma could have her head turned. Gemma, which isn't, which is, wasn't even what I said. Oh no, which isn't even how I said it. Ekansu, then relax. Gemma, you can drop a bomb. You can't drop a bomb and then say relax. Maybe you should just keep your nose out. 
I do not understand what has gone on. No, I can't. I think I can see. But I'm very here to find out. Because again, there's been this very loving edit thus far where like, you know, all we've seen is nice affection from Luca and Gemma being a little bit like, nah, stop. But like secretly, obviously enjoying the affection and being in a very happy place. Um, And like, maybe they're sort of their due, their spin on the Wheel of Fortune where now they need a little bit of a jeopardy thrown in just yeah. to you know it's it's basically their turn on the rota it's their yeah, shift yeah, yeah. for, for right, a bad guys, day you're up. yeah um but like yeah I, I just i i'm fascinated to see how much of a like a chinese whispers is it yeah. a case of like oh Gemma could get to know someone else purple monkey dishwasher and, and yeah, the whole thing yeah, yeah. comes around in ways that it wasn't meant at all and if it is Nick Sue that has said something like that she's not going to be forgiven for it like no. I, she's going to get a, a fair amount of repercussion well, like I said tolerated rather than liked and I wouldn't be yeah. at all surprised yeah and I and I think Gemma seems pretty pissed here she also seems to very much have the sport to the girls and you would wonder if Gemma decides to take this as seriously as that clip leads us to believe how much that would sway the rest of the girls where that would leave Sue, and what that would also encourage the boys who clearly don't like Sue, how it would encourage them to react to this as well I would imagine Luca is going to get pretty spicy mm. who knows uh very weird tomorrow night as was the one on friday for for tonight as well just the, like weirdly long clip of india and jammy on their date um gavin we've gone way over can i get a summary of your feelings on the show uh teed up very nicely don't understand why they would announce a date for casa more and then fix it off yes. and not be open-minded to uh, a time that is expedient to insert jeopardy into otherwise stable relationships yeah uh, but it, it feels like there is very thick character depth for three weeks in yeah uh, which which speaks very highly because remember like look at this time last year we're getting Torture. towards the end of the last season and the boys have been difficult and we were like this is this this format is running its course. They have I don't know what what alchemy is. It literally just little things like the, the gimmick of the first coupling together. But yeah. it's it's going good. I'm enjoying it, Gavin Riley. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Orla. I know there are other things to talk about, but this really is the most important. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the budget and cost of living and inflation <laughs> stuff tomorrow. <laughs> Always a joy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much to Mr. Gavin Riley for joining me tonight for a very lengthy discussion about all that's gone on in the Love Island Villa. Thank you to you guys for sticking with us throughout that long one. And every other night, you really are gorgeous. Also, now, our beautiful sponsors, you're also great. You can find us over on Instagram at MyPodOnPaper. Let us know what you're thinking about the fallout. Lots of different opinions going around. I love to get into the debate. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. We'll talk to you then. Okay, so while Love Island dominates my TV screen from like Sunday night to Friday, at the weekend, I have time to fit in some quality binging. And that's all thanks to our lovely partners at Now, the home of brilliant entertainment. You may have noticed so far in this series, there is one show or franchise, should I say, that comes up again and again. And that is because it was and continues to be a pop culture and reality TV phenomenon. It also happens to be one of my favorite things to watch on the telly. And that is the entire Real Housewives franchise. I just adore it. From Beverly Hills to New York, the show brings us some of the best reality TV drama on our screens, and it has spawned some of the most iconic one-liners, some you might even realize came from there. 
Now, I always get asked where to start when it comes to the housewives, and I get it. It can be very intimidating to dive in. There is a lot, but I say do it. You won't regret it. And I personally would start in the pools of the ladies in Beverly Hills. From there, you can go cross country to New York or New Jersey. You could head south to Atlanta or Miami, or you could try some of the newer additions like Potomac or Salt Lake City. I most recently have been spending time with the gals in Dubai, and I am loving it. I adore the Real Housewives franchise. I cannot tell you. I love it so much. I live for those girls. I die for those girls. It is some of the best reality TV you can watch, and it is all available to stream on Now. Now, 